0: And welcome to Canada Obscura. My name is Mary. I'm Shelley. And this is a show where we talk about all sorts of spooky, scary things that take place in Canada. And that includes true crime, murder, ghost stories, hauntings, cryptids, UFOs. Oh, I got the whole list. <laughs> that kind Did of you? thing. I think. I think. Um, so the format <laughs> of the show is we each pick a story and we present it to each other. We don't tell each other what it is beforehand. So we all find out Mary was together. making a
1: sassy face. I was making was a sassy that. face. Yeah. Um. General trigger warning yes. for murder, um, assault. torture, assault, sexual assault. Yeah. Possible mentions of child abuse. Yes. Uh, I mean, it is true crime. So. Yeah, but well, we'll
0: we'll be we try to be vigilant about mentioning it, um, each time and also posting it on the site yeah.
1: and on the description. And all that. Um. Shit. Also, we swear a lot. Oh yeah. In case well, I'm maybe not a lot. I don't know. It, it's subjective because you know what? They're like, when I
0: swear, I don't notice it. But a lot of yeah. people are like, wow, you, you, <laughs>
1: you swear a but lot. But like, but you're not swearing every other word. So it doesn't sound that excessive. No. You know what? It's really <laughs> funny because like when I was, um, doing that, uh,
0: placement, when I was like fucking doing that s- workshops, whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier yeah. The, in the summer, um, one of my friends slash coworkers, like, cause like they're kids. I had to like not swear and all that shit. And she was like, "It is disturbing <laughs> to hear you speaking without swearing." She's like, "It's unsettling," and she meant it completely seriously too. She's like, "It doesn't sound like you. <laughs> like you don't talk the way that you usually do." And she's like, "It's fucking weird. I don't like it." Um. But yeah. Oh yeah. The, the whole point of that was we swear. We
1: yeah yeah. That's and all. We're, that's also all we're with the trigger say.
0: warnings. Yeah yeah. If you think that's gonna affect you, perhaps come back another
1: day. Yeah.
0: Um. Show you what's good.
1: Um. Oh, I was the official unofficial photographer for my friend's, like, small civil wedding. Yeah, congratulations. You know who you were. Silly dilly. (laughs) My best dildo. No, wait, that sounds sounds wrong, too. Yeah, that's worse. Mm -hmm. That's Um, sweet. Yeah, it was... Well, I've never done anything like that before so I'm like I was a little bit scared yeah I was going to offer anyway actually I was going to offer to do video oh okay. because I've actually and when it comes to like that sort of thing I feel like I've got a better handle on that because you've got more experience with it. yeah with yeah. photography my photography style is so different from wedding photography oh yeah That's... so i'm like but oh, yeah i think they were happy with the pictures so oh, yeah they came out really nice yeah, yeah wedding you. photography or v-
0: wedding videography in general it just fucking freaks me the fuck out so you get one chance to make it right
1: yeah and well it would have been just me right so it's not yeah. like i could have multiple cameras with multiple shots so i have i would have to like pick and choose yeah so it would have been more difficult but i feel like i'm i might have been a little bit less intimidated by that yeah. and also, they, it's not like they expect me to be, like, no, you know, and a professional, professional yeah. photographer. And it was to your advantage, too, that it was a small civil, civil ceremony. Yeah. Because it was low budget. It wasn't, like, this massive, like, $50,000 no, like,
0: fucking event. Like, like, I
1: didn't have to deal with figuring out the space. Because once I got there, I was like, okay, well, I know what I have to work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, um, which yeah. Which, unfortunately, was a lot of backlit stuff. Yeah. But. That's, you know, what it is. I compensated in editing. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's fix it in post.
0: Fix it in post. Yeah. Um, today, earlier today, I co-hosted a bridal shower because I'm maid of honor for one of my dearest besties friends. And, um, it was kind of a gigantic fucking shit (laughs) show, but apparently no one was able to tell. Which is a really good part because, like, I was fucking running everywhere. Yeah, I but you and I are,
1: like, also internal panickers. Oh, yeah, 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 So like, no one can ever tell when, when we're, like, fuck, 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 no, fuck, fuck, No,
0: right? Fuck. When I'm under pressure, I'm very, like, okay, go, 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 go. You do this, you do yeah. this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I... Like, I'm not going to get into it because I could literally talk about it for 20 minutes.
1: But (laughs) But everything... Actually, no,
0: I'll tell the cake story because that's Yeah, because everything went Um, wrong
1: with the cake. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we were at a tea place and we were supposed to have, like, the actual event was supposed to be from 12 to 2.30. So I got there at 11 to decorate and the mother of the bride was also supposed to be there i love her i love her so much her and i are going to elope. we're leaving we're moving away we're gonna we're so in love but i love her <laughs> she's so sweet um yeah so i showed up at 11 and she was like a little bit late but she had texted me 45 minutes before when i was still at home and was like i'm gonna be late because the cake which she had ordered like a few days in advance She's like, it's not done yet. They said it's going to be another 15 minutes. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, by the time I got through to it at 11, it was like, okay, it's 45 minutes, still no side of her, whatever, but oh, that's no. fine. I just went in, I introduced myself to the owner of the place, I was like, hi, I'm Mary, I'm part of the, like, the event, like, I, is it okay if I start decorating, whatever. Um... And then, like, 15 minutes later, I'm just, like, scrambling about getting shit done. And then, like, another one of the bridesmaids and her mom showed up, whatever, and, like, start helping me. And then it's almost, like, time is going by. It's almost 12. Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck is she? So I called her. She's like, I'm two minutes out. I can't wait to fucking tell you what happened. Um, well, So she comes in. Uh, she had her, like, whatever. She had the actual bride show up, whatever. They brought the cake. They put it down. We open it. She's like, oh, it's finally done. We look at it. And they spelled the uh, groom's name wrong.
1: <laughs> so what and happened it wasn't, was it wasn't even like an alternate no spelling. They it was just an
0: extra. An, they threw in an extra letter in there. Like it was just it was it yeah was, it, was, it was like terrible. Like no one has that name. Um. So what happened was she got there and they were like, oh yeah, sorry, sorry, it's not done yet because she had specified the pickup time. Yeah. And so she's like, fuck, fine, I'll wait. So she was waiting. They gave her the box. They're like, okay, here you go, it's done. And she's like, okay. She just grabbed it and went to the cashier. And the cashier was the one that was like, oh, do you mind if I take a peek? She didn't even bother to look at it because she was in such a hurry. Like, she yeah. didn't think of it. They opened it, and it's the wrong
1: cake. There's, like, a picture of a fucking little boy on it. But imagine how hilarious that would have been when they, if she didn't check at all. Yeah, and she just brought it. <laughs> got it? it? <laughs> yeah. But it was like,
0: oh my god, what the fuck? So they, like, not, not only did they take forever, but it was the wrong order entirely. Yeah. So they remade the whole fucking thing. They're like, go, 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 whatever. So she was waiting for forever. And she still had to collect the bride and the grandmother, too. Mm-hmm. And then um, she, like, they finally finished. And so she brought the cake over. And she didn't check that time because she was like, there's no way, like, they could that fuck stupid. it up But
1: twice. no.
0: So then it was like, not only was it, like, it was late, then it was the wrong order, and then it was a fucking wrong name. So I was like, you have to call. Because, like, yeah. uh, like, why did that pass? Like, I worked, in a, I worked in a restaurant where I was dealing with cakes all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it was just, oh, fucking, I don't work there anymore, I could say. I worked at Dairy Queen at one point. And, like, <laughs> with the cakes, like, we would not let that fly. Like, yeah. we would not let that fly. Like, no one would get fired over it, but it would be very much like, what the fuck happened? How did it get screwed up so yeah. much? But, oh, man. But anyway, That's so hilarious. I was, like, running around. I was playing hostess, which I wasn't expecting to do, but I was, like... Someone's time to shine. Put your smile on. Yeah, it was like, oh my god. And by the time I got home, it was exhausted.
1: Yes, it was good. It was well, good. Well, we got. I got here. Well, I got here before you did, but I was sitting outside. Mary called me a creep. Yeah, because I fucking pulled into my driveway, and I, I was like, I know she didn't notice. Pulled into my driveway.
0: I had gone to my car twice to take shit back inside. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, I was I was watching YouTube videos on my phone, so I wasn't yeah, even looking up. But like, cause like I, cause
0: I bought a tank of helium. I have balloons. I have fucking cutlery and all a whole bunch of shit. And so like, I literally parked, took some stuff in, went back out, took some stuff in, <laughs> went back out, and then I texted you was like, stop being a fucking creep and come inside. And I was like, yeah, she definitely did not to pull in. Like,
1: <laughs> just, there could have been a dinosaur. Well, maybe I probably would have felt the. the yeah, brown, but, I was, but, but
0: because you had your visor down, I was like, oh, she's fucking watching videos. I know. Oh, uh, because you're. Yeah. 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 But yeah. That's also, little... last podcast, I just want to do. I'll say I'm super brief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's something I want to mention. I forgot. OK, so you guys know how I feel about the Durham Region Police Services. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I got pulled over for speeding. Oh, a week or oh, two yeah. two weeks ago. Now, maybe. Yeah. Um I didn't know I was speeding. I I got pulled over for doing 85 and what I thought was an 80, which is usually an 80. So 85 isn't fucking speeding. Mm-hmm. Um and I was just trying to get around another car. Yeah. But it turns out it was a construction zone. So it was supposed quote, to be 60. Construction quote zone. Construction zone. Because, uh, like, when he pulled me over, he's like, he showed me the thing. He was like, You're going 85 and a 60. I looked at him, I was like, It's an 80 here. He's like, No, this is technically a construction zone. I was like, What? And we look around, there has been pylons on the side of the road for the last two years. I'm not even kidding. I think they did something there and then they left it there. Two yeah. fucking years. And that was it. But he's like, No, it's officially a construction zone. And I just looked at him. He's like, Although I don't know where the construction actually is, but this section to that section which is like a good two-kilometer stretch. He's like, it's all construction. I'm looking at him, I'm like, there's no const-. It was technically now there's construction, but yeah. they had put the signs up. They had put one sign up, and I didn't even see it because mm-hmm. it was right by a fucking um, bus sign.
1: Oh. So I didn't
0: fucking see it. I didn't pay attention to it. Jeez. He pointed it out afterwards, and I had seen him. I saw him pulled over. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going fucking, like, I'm going low 80s. I'm fine. Yeah. So I was so confused as to why he pulled me over. And, like, <laughs> I was, like, having such a shit day and I was exhausted and I was like, oh, I feel so stupid. I didn't notice. I'm sorry. Whatever. And, like, I've never been pulled over before. I don't have yeah. a single mark on my record. Yeah. So, same. yeah. But this is the part where I was like, okay, so, okay. He came back to my car. And he was like, all right, I'm only going to let you off with a warning. And I was like, oh, my God, really? He's like, yeah, you're my age. And I looked at him. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. And he was also asking me what I was doing in school. And I was like, I'm doing digital video production. And he went, wow. Oh, my God, that's <laughs> so cool. And I was like,
1: maybe yeah, he had I had a crush on
0: you. You know what? He was very flustered.
1: And when he came back, he was so
0: flustered. I was like, oh, does he? Hi. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like literally near tears. And I was exhausted and fucking, Aww. yeah, because it was a bad week. Um. And, yeah, so he was, like, and he just fucking, it was, like, verbal diarrhea. It was the funniest. It was pretty cute, actually. he was just, <laughs> like, yeah, because, you know what, you're my age, and, the oh, uh, I know that, like, the, my insurance is, like, terrible, and I don't want you uh, to get screwed, too, because, like, oh, man, I know. And, like, oh, so, you know, like, I don't know, like, you should just be careful when driving through here, because, you know, well, the cops were all fishing here, because <laughs> it's technically a construction zone, but no one's noticed it, so just be careful. And I was, Aww. like... Oh, thank you. And it made me feel so much better. So, not all of them are bad, which I have said over and over yeah. again, all of them are bad. But I also do want to point out that he's like, yeah, all the cops are fishing here. So, it's like, because no
1: one knows yeah. it's a
0: construction zone. Yeah. No
1: one. Because there's no actual construction. Called yeah. it a construction zone. I remember... Oh we've oh. probably gone on for 20 minutes already, but I'm just going to throw yeah. this in. Because my dad was pulled over. This was while I was still in university. Because um, sometimes... Well, I would go home every weekend... Um, And then he would drive me back to campus on Sunday. Yeah. So he was driving. And there's this one stretch of road kind of just before you get to the school. And it's like empty there's like empty land around yeah, you there's maybe yeah. a waste facility there i think if i recall correctly mm-hmm. so there's like no residential Stinks building? up the place it's technically oh. recycling but it smells oh, terrible it's probably the fumes and stuff it smells like garbage like hot fucking yeah garbage. but no one sorts their shit no, so there's no. it probably is it garbage, is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like it's it's so empty and it's 60 there but my dad was going like 90 because you just don't notice it yeah. feels like it should be 80 because the rest of that was 80 yeah Um, so he gets pulled over and the cop was like, do you know what the speed limit is here? And he's like, 80? 80? Yeah. And he's like, no, it was 60. You were going 90. Like, that's 30 above. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my dad's like, oh, like, shit, I didn't even know. And in his, like, cute broken English. Um, and he's like, I'm just trying to get her back to school. And the cop was also relatively young, Mm. probably a bit older than me because at the time, like I said, I was still in school. Yeah. Um, I think that was maybe actually first or second year.
0: Um, So he was kind of
1: conversationally asking, like, oh, like, what are you doing? I'm like, forensics. And he was like, oh, Mm -hmm. cool. So I think because, and chances are because um, uh, the college, Durham College also has the policing program. So I'm like, I feel like maybe he graduated from, so there's, I I didn't go to Durham College, but it's on the same campus. campus, So, well, property. Um, So like. He was like, okay, I'll let you off. I'll I'll write that you were just ten over. Yeah. So it was just a small fine, no demerit That's, points. Yeah. yeah. Cause my my dad's like, this like this road looks like the rest of the road, which is 80, so I don't know why it was slowed down. He's like, Yeah, it's it is like yeah." That, there's so. a
0: chunk one of the streets here where they do that all the time because mm-hmm. it shouldn't like technically it shouldn't be a sixty, but it drops unexpectedly and goes yeah. back up. And they always fish there,
1: too. Yeah. I swear those zones are just for the fishing. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> I was,
0: like, near tears when I got pulled over because... Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's like this in the States or elsewhere, but speed fines are doubled in construction zones. Oh, yeah. And, like... Yeah. Is that or what no, doing? no, no.
1: They're doubled when, when workers we are present. Workers are present, which yeah. there
0: was none, but still speeding in a par- in a construction zone is, like, demerit points and fucking a fine. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. So it would have fucked me. Like, it would have bet me over and fucked me. So, like... Which is why I was sitting there. I was like, "Fuck! Like this is it? Like I, I could barely afford what I have <laughs> yeah. right now. Fuck! Imagine doubling that. Oh my god." Anyway, shall we move on? Yes. Yeah. Go we'll ahead. We'll get to the yeah. actual.
1: Um. Uh, by the way, we're in a thing? different setup today. Oh yeah, I, mean, I feel like we say that every other week. But no, we're actually, no, because we've, we've we've had been the same. For yeah, we've had time. the same setup for like the last two months. Yeah.
0: Um. We're sitting in what like our it's little like a den. yeah like a little den in my house. Yeah. Um. Because. My dad isn't here trolling about, and <laughs> the rest of the house is asleep. So we get to fucking sit on recliners. We have back support. Well, we have back support. I never cared about back support. Yeah, but my back is yeah, fucked. I know. So it's like you have back, back support. support. <laughs> I could. Barely oh my god, care. I'm reclining.
1: she's got tea. I've got tea. That's probably life. Why,
0: it's, why it's gonna. The audio might sound a little weird today, but that's.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's a smaller room, it's so it smaller might be a room. little bit yeah. echoey. It like. is, because
0: my room has so much fabric in it.
1: Oh, yeah, that too. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here, though. There is, but <laughs> no, fuck me. It's more of a storage room most days. <laughs> I know. Um. All right, so I'm doing the spoop. The spoop. Carry on. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the most famous ghost story of oh, no. University College, which is a campus building um, in UFT. Oh, yeah. So UFT being the, University of Toronto. By yes, UFT is old AF. Um, so this building was built in the late 1850s. Okay. And this particular ghost story involves two masons who were involved in the construction of the building. Okay. So we've got Ivan Resnikov. Who was from Russia? If you can mm-hmm. tell by the name, um, Not at all. yeah, he was described as a large man with quote fingers and thumbs larger than his carver's mallet and a violent temper. Same. The other person in the story is named Paul Diablos, who is quite the opposite. Uh, he was a sculptor who was younger and quote of a subtle nature. So I think probably more like quiet. Gotcha. Like reserved reserved um he was also said to be pale which i thought was kind of hilarious because i guess you're just picturing that almost like like the the skinny now it would be like a skinny hipster mm-hmm. artist mm-hmm. hipster um but you know in the 1850s oh yeah um so Diablos was said to be a really talented sculptor um in fact some of the nicest carvings in the building's east wings uh, which was unfortunately destroyed by fire in 1890, was said to be carved by Diablos. Okay. Um, some Something kind of funny is that he is also said to have modeled some of the gargoyles, <laughs> or at least one of the gargoyles, after Reznikov's, quote, hideous face, which was oh, more like a baboon than a man. God. Because um, I'll a show guy? you... What? That's a pale guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you the pictures because there's two gargoyle... gar... gargoyles... Um, and like one looks kind of more like masterfully done and the other one was just like, because um, then it's a, the the article I read, which was uh, posted by U of T. So this okay. was talking about their history. Um, Reznikov apparently was quite the drinker <laughs> and uh, he allegedly carved the other gargoyle that was next to that one um, that showed all the earmarks of a drunkard's touch. Yeah, it's great. So was sloppy. Gotcha. Yes. And, of course, the two were in love with the same woman. Uh. Oh, Reznikov promised to marry her, and in fact, they were both saving for a wedding. Uh, but then she decided to run away with Diablos, mm. who does sound infinitely more attractive. That's your note? What? Is that your note? That's your note there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He seems like a nicer guy. Yeah. Um, so they tried to run away, and Diablos took most of Reznikov's. Savings. Uh he was found out and Reznikov confronted him inside the campus building. Oh god. Uh Reznikov attacked Diablos with a worksman workman's axe. Oh yeah. Uh and Diablos happened to have a dagger or a knife with him. Oh my god. Um they scuffled, wrestled. Reznikov had Diablos backed up against the door. And at the last moment, um just before the axe was gonna hit him, basically. Diabolos managed to cut the door open and they both swung into the room. Okay. Um, And the axe apparently cut into the door and apparently you can still see the mark on the door to this day. Okay. Uh, Why does that sound like a scene from Zorro? Yeah. Because the next part is a chase scene. <laughs> <laughs> so Diabolos took off and Reznikov apparently, you know, chased after him through the building and um because Diabolos... Had a slight head start, so he managed to kind of hide and waited until Reznikov came around the corner. Diablo's attacked him with the dagger, stabbed him. Oh my god! And killed him. Oh my god! Um, to hide the body, Diablos threw it down the stairwell. Uh, where some another article said like he buried him in the stairwell, but I'm like, but stairwells don't have dirt. Um, so I think this is probably did back then. It might have just not been paved or whatever you want to call it. Maybe. I mean, it was under Roll construction. Boards. Yeah. But then the UFT once said that it was like built over. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I probably trust that one a little more. I mean, granted, there's a lot of shaky yeah, yeah. stuff about this. Yeah. Um, No one really knew what became of Diablos, but uh, Reznikov's body was allegedly found in 1890 after the fire. Because um, obviously I have to... Uh, but... Despite, you know, his body being found, he is said to haunt the campus. Um, I didn't really find much on, like, what the haunting consisted of. No. Because the article just said, like, you know, unexplained creaking and banging noises. No. Um, So the building's old. Yeah. But, like, this is a really detailed story. Yeah. Right? But the thing... Okay, so rumor says that Reznikov's uh, skeletal remains ended up being buried on the property... Okay. Um, and some people said it was missing its skull because it's like skeletal remains, but I was probably carried off by a big rat. Um, but the skull was eventually found and buried as well. And the thing is, though, an article from the Toronto Star, which was also posted by U of T, does admit that there wasn't anyone with those names um, in the census reports of 1851 and 1861. Mm, okay. Nor was there any reports of a body being found. Okay. How. Ever, to be fair, if, I don't, like, is the the consensus every 10 years? Or the census every 10 years? Apparently, uh, according to this. It might be every five years now. Oh. But,
0: but it, we've also grown in population. Yeah. Same but this one
1: together. said, like, 51 and 61. But if the building was being built in the late 50s, and, like, this happened allegedly in the late 50s, it's possible that these two weren't even living here, between that period, right? Right. So if they arrived after 51, but, well, one was dead, Yeah. so I don't think he can answer a census. No. And the other one ran off to get eloped with stolen money. Don't think he's going to be in the census either. No, 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 no. It might be
0: found elsewhere, but not here.
1: Yeah, so it's possible that it was a thing or based off a thing that happened and Mm -hmm. then just got embellished with the whole body being found because there's no record of that. I'm pretty sure there would be like
0: maybe you're right maybe it is 10 years i remember doing it a few years ago
1: yeah i know it's definitely not yearly no gotta but i think it's maybe there's like a selected cohort that's every five i don't know because there was there was a census at least a couple years ago yeah when we were working together we could do it online yeah 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 um but yeah that is the story of the haunting of university college
0: the only thing I'm going to say, oh, yeah, thanks for sharing that, but the only thing I'm to say... <laughs> wow, that sounded so sarcastic. Uh, the, 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 our stories share one element, you'll know later, but, um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. That is
1: weird. Well, it's like, it's so specific, because normally the yeah. other stories we've done are like... Oh, my stomach just whined. I thought that was my
0: mom calling. No. <laughs>
1: um, uh, I felt the vibrations in my tummy. Good, good 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 vibrations no not good, good. vibrations um bad bad bad, bad vibrations no. da, 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 da. okay go ahead um Yeah, all our ghost stories, like, it's usually like, someone died mysteriously, and now they haunt. A broken heart, But this one was so specific, like, there was, there was a scuffle, and wrestling, and weapons, and a chase scene. Did he pull off his glove and slap him in the face of it? That would have been amazing. That would have been
0: so funny. (laughs) Fucking Zorro. Okay, so I'm gonna share my story
1: now. Apparently I'm gonna rage.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a long one, so buckle the fucking. in. Um, it's kind of really sad, too. And I, I kind of go on a bit of a little descriptive path there because I did find some stuff, but not as much as I had hoped to find. Anyway, so Marissa Shepard, who is 22 as of this year, um, lives, or at least lived, in Moncton, B.C. She became pregnant in grade 9 and dropped out of school. Um. And tried to go back on two separate occasions. Uh, but first time she left after embarrassment over her growing belly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Her school friends. Yeah, man. Her school friends did not understand her situation, and she felt very isolated. Um, Well,
1: especially at that age, like, I mean, we would have had sex ed. Like earlier than that, but. That was not so much sex ed as it was just reproductive health. Yeah,
0: and even then, it was like. When a man and
1: a woman love each other. Oh, no, not the... Mine was very, like, scientific. Was it really? Yeah, it was like... The age of 12? Yeah. What the fuck? No, it was like, this is your uterus, this is your vagina. What the fuck? This is, like, at first... This was fifth grade, so this was age of 10. Did you go to Um, Catholic
0: school? No. Oh, there you go. I went to Catholic school, so Uh, it was literally... It was a book called Fully Alive. In grade five, you got a book called Fully oh, Alive, no. and it was just like, when a man and a woman love each other, they embrace each other in a special embrace, and oh God blesses God. them with a baby in her womb.
1: It was like, it was terrible, man. It was fucking awful. Oh, wonderful. no, no. We got like- That's a way it Like We be. got anatomy. We got, I mean, like the most basic anatomy, right? Because you're 10 years
0: old. This is your uterus. This is your ovaries. Yeah, yeah they no. would
1: split us up like boys and girls, and then we would learn about- our own anatomy that's wild and then we had classes together um just because just so that you can get the giggles out of it right yeah uh because there were obviously and i remember one of i think this was sixth grade my teacher when it came to that unit she like went and found a pad she like asked different teachers if they happened to have a pad handy um and wrote her name on it and stuck it on her shirt like a name tag oh like just a cool to, teacher. Yeah. Just to kind it. of Yeah, just yeah. to kind of be like it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like firstly, this is clean. Yeah. You know, watch me unwrap it. Yeah. Um, And it's like, it's just your body. That's so sweet.
0: Yeah. You know, we did not get that. Again, it was called Fully Alive. And if you ask anybody who went to a Catholic school in Ontario... Oh, I imagine. You you
1: just look at them, you say Fully Alive, and they go, oh! Oh, no. Um, There was a lot of... A lot lot of people got to watch uh, The Miracle of Life, which I fortunately did not have to. We didn't have to either. No. Um, Because it included a vagina, a vaginal birth. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be kind of traumatizing to Mm 12-year-olds. Yeah. (laughs) But... Uh, a few of my high school classmates said that they've seen it, so I wasn't mm-hmm. in the same school. But in high school, I remember we had, like, um, Woody, the wooden penis, Gosh. to teach you how to put on a can a candom. Candom, same. A condom. Same. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. So, a uh, super brief aside before I continue. I've been sick for ten days now. Ten whole <laughs> fucking smackaroos. Mary, and... according to the podcast, you've been sick for the last year. I know. This is going to sound so <laughs> weird, but... Um, I think I talked about the 48 hour film challenge, by the way, we fucking rocked it, we won our category, fuck yeah, um, and, uh, but it killed me, it killed me, and then I had, like, midterms and term assignments all at once, my body just went, and, like, I've been fucking... Wait,
1: your reading week starts this week, doesn't it? Yeah, it starts technically on Monday. Finally.
0: Yeah, I have two specialist appointments, um, I have to deal with insurance, (laughs) (laughs) I have to fucking rake leaves, because my mom loves me um quote unquote love um but anyway so yeah her friends didn't understand her situation um and she felt isolated she at the time when she was i hear you, you shuffling all the time sorry
1: you like switched so quickly from that there was like you were just like i have like 48 hour film challenge gotta do this on reading week oh and her friends didn't understand her yeah <laughs> she's back to the story, mm-hmm. not her life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Just wanted to yeah, <laughs> point that out that she's back to the, that you're back on the story.
0: Well, the reason why I brought it up I was sick is because everything tastes salty to me. Oh. I'm drinking black tea. It's chamomile tea. There's nothing in it and it tastes like salt to me. That's unfortunate. I know. But anyway, um yeah, so at the time when she was pregnant when she was 12, Uh, Or grade 9, which is 14, rather. 14, yeah. Um, Oh, grade 9, we did have more comprehensive sex ed, but in in grade 5, definitely not. Oh, no, grade Um, 5 was... Yeah. We were right on it. Well, at the time, she had lived with her mother and her stepfather, um, and she gave birth to a baby boy. And then when the son was 3, so she would have been in grade 11 or 12, um, she tried to go back to school, but she couldn't find a full-time sitter, and she ended up never returning. Um, she later on, at the behest of her lawyer, got a GED, but as of that, that's it. Um, she claims that her mother, who was named Christine Carson, was a drug addict who ended up passing away from overdose in November 2017. Oh. Yeah. So, when she was 12, Marissa smoked crack for the first time. Oh. And this is a quote. Wow. Yeah, the quote, my mom got me drunk for my birthday, and her mom gave her crack to, quote, sober her up. What? Yeah.
1: How yeah. is that? No. Yeah.
0: And this is another quote from her. I didn't like it. It was a bad ex, bad first experience. It wasn't my drug of choice. When uh, she wanted her son to be removed from, okay, so she ended up moving out later on. But mm-hmm. um, I there's a bit of a ways until that happens. Um, she was mo- she was living in a it was like a the best way I could put it not government housing but like. Social housing. Social housing, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so she would call her mom to come pick up her son because everyone there was on drugs. So uh, despite the fact that her mom was on drugs, she would still depend on her to come yeah. pick her up because she was still the most responsible one she yeah. knew.
1: Um, well, you don't trust anyone else. So yeah. So it's like, you're kind of the only one I have. Yeah.
0: So she had moved out there with her boyfriend, um, and yeah, it, who... I never actually specified if it was the father of the child or not, but still, like, they were just doing drugs constantly. It was a, basically mm. a drug house. Um, and, uh, while her mom did not approve of her lifester, lifestyle, she would bring her her methadone and she would, like, to help her deal with her opiate addiction.
1: Yeah. Kind of hypocritical on the moms, yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. saying. Just a little bit. Um... So I mean, you can't when it comes to something like that, you can't really do the whole do as I say, not as I do thing. No, you can't. <laughs> not so, when you give your child crack at twelve. No, fucking no. But it's honestly the way that I didn't really talk about it
0: much, but the way that it seemed about her mother was that she kept trying to get sober and then kept failing. falling back yeah. and like it just like bad things would happen and she'd go back to okay. it. Okay. Um so yeah, so she had moved out there with her boyfriend and then um so she well, Marissa has been doing drugs this entire time, so she described herself as sober during the summer of 2015, which is where all this takes, uh, the year is where all of it takes place, saying she only did a bit of cocaine and drank alcohol that summer before, um, it got bad again. So she and her boyfriend broke up, and she grew uh-huh. lonely and depressed, living alone with her son in the area. Um, uh-huh. there's a, there's an actual address given here, but I don't want to, just in case people live there, um... She started sleeping over at her parents' house more often and eventually moved into their home around the end of August. Okay. You know what? Fuck it, I'll say it. For those of you who know Moncton, she was living in Sumac Street when she was in the housing with her uh boyfriend and then um or if it was not housing, it was very like low income area, sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. her parents live in Riverview if that means anything. Um so around the end of August is when she moved in. Um so her mom let her live in a separate in-law suite in the basement with her son, mm-hmm. as long as she lived under certain conditions, including no partying or drugs. Um, so Typical she, yeah, mom yeah, rules. <laughs> even though she was drug addicted, but still yeah. you care about your child. Yeah. Um, so she said she followed the rules for a while, mm-hmm. and while she was able to live in, like, in en suite, in en
1: suite? whatever. I think ensuite describes your bathroom.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) But either way, she, uh, she had to provide for herself. So it was like, you could live here, but you have to, especially because, um, she stopped following what they were, she, she went back to drugs. Yeah. So it was like, okay, time for you to provide for yourself if you're going to be doing drugs. Um, so at the age of 17, she ended up turning towards sex work to make money, attracting clients through ads, posted a line and calling herself Emily. um, so, she had met a boy by the name of Bailey Wiley, who was 18, who she had known as a child, but they re- reconnected in 20- 2015, wow, as they were both doing sex work, and she, this is a quote from her, they, we clicked really well. So, they had worked together, sharing a phone, and another quote, making sure they were okay. So, um, they Just were working, yeah. Keeping yeah. an eye out for each oh, other. Oh, yeah, because yeah. sex work is...
1: Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Can be dangerous. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um the well they were both very much into drugs as well too. Um him. so Wiley, Bailey Wiley ended up secretly moving into the in law suite in the fall of twenty fifteen. Her parents did not approve of him. Um so he would hide if her mom came downstairs Aww. to visit Marissa and uh her son. Yeah. Um Marissa was consuming more cocaine and prescription drugs during this time. Oh. Yeah. She, her son, and Bailey lived in the in-law suite until her mom discovered in late November or early December of 2015. Her mother was angry, and then, so she was like, get the fuck out of here. The trio packed up a few belongings and left, returning to her new Brunswick housing unit on sumac Street. Um, She, like, she described it as a drug house. So, so when I called her that earlier, yeah. she's been describing it as that, by the way. Um, she had lent her home to her friends while she was living at home with her parents. Okay. And they had left it dirty and messy, which I'm assuming means... So crack somewhere. everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, So, th- or crack pipes, rather. Uh, so three weeks after they moved in, they had a get-together with two people by the name of Devin Mor- Morningstar and Tyler Noel. Morningstar? Really? I know. They're- <laughs> yeah, and so they are both boys, by the way. They were both, uh, I guess, boys, young men, whatever. So Devin had known Marissa for about five days when they were all hanging out, but he wanted Marissa to be his girlfriend, claiming that he was in love with her and wanted to be a father to her son. Um, Devin claimed that uh, Bailey and Marissa were a couple, but that he was still having sex with Marissa, and then he also alluded to uh, Tyler and Bailey having sexual encounters. Sorry for all the noise. My brother is, like, in the kitchen heating up food, and it sounds like he is quite literally fucking the plates. (laughs) Holy God. Oh, God. So much noise. Anyway, um, so apparently Tyler had also wanted Marissa, and he was getting angry at, uh, Bailey, so both Tyler and Devin were mad at Bailey, because he was the one that was technically still with Marissa.
1: Okay, wait. So, Taylor and Bailey were also sleeping together? Tyler. 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 Tyler and Bailey were apparently sleeping
0: together, um... While Devin and Marissa were sleeping together. But, but Tyler also wanted to sleep with Marissa? Wanted to sleep with Marissa. And Jesus Bailey and Marissa Christ. were in a relationship. And were also... Well, I mean, there were sex workers, which is, like, totally separate from it. But this is what this is what kind of made it stand out to me. Um, because it was like, oh, they're still, like, oh, well, we're having sex with them. It's like, okay, but I'm wondering if it was actually, like, oh, we're having sex because we want to. Or if it was they paid them to have sex And they're taking it as, I love you. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was like, well, unless they're all just really fucking horny for each other. I don't know, man. I wasn't there. But but that's something that did cross my mind. Because it was like, it was like all this mixing and matching.
1: I was like, wait Yeah, I got got really confused. Because at first you were like, okay, well, the one Devin said that Tyler was with Bailey. But then... But then, apparently, Bail, uh, Tyler was also jealous of... I. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's just too yeah. much, man. And then, because they
0: had known them for such a short time, too, and then, uh, but, like, Devon was like, oh, but I'm in love with her. I've known her for five days, but that's why I was like, uh, are you Are you just a client? Are you just a client?
1: You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. This yeah. sounds like one of those... It sounds like a Netflix drama. It does, right? <laughs>
0: it's so fucking whatever. Um. Anyway... Uh, so, okay, so the chronology chronology, whatever of events from that night are unclear well, because they were all fucking high out of their minds yeah. and um, no one really wanted to speak up. Devin did, I think, three separate interviews and, like, he, but he was all over the place. He kept changing things all uh, the time. And probably like, couldn't even remember. No. Yeah. But the one quote that he said was, it was one mm-hmm. long nightmare. So, uh... So they buckle up. Yeah, yeah. This is where it starts to get very gory and tortur'y and uh, stabby. Um, okay. Yeah. So because because Devin and Tyler both want wanted Marissa, but she was with Bailey. They were angry at him, right? Mm-hmm. So they ended up binding him to a chair. His face covered in plastic wrap.
1: Holy shit! They had
0: um poked a hole in it so that way he could breathe. But he had been beaten, oh my god, and stabbed with multiple objects, including a broken mirror, a box cutter, a curtain rod, screwdrivers, curtain rod, yeah, screwdrivers, and a oh, dagger oh with a skull and crossbones on it, all which were presented at the trial later on. Um, things calm down for a while when all four smoke. Okay, yeah. The, in the meantime, because again, the chronology of it is very m- mixed uh-huh. up. Um, I think. It was probably between him him being bound to the chair and beaten and mm-hmm. them escalating afterwards. Um, things calmed down for a little bit. They all smoked a gram of crack, which...
1: While he was bound? Yeah, while well,
0: Devin said, quote, can make you paranoid because like everything was like, high stakes or whatever. Yeah. Um, so after that, uh, Bailey was stabbed between 100 and 200 times Holy with all those items. Holy
1: shit. Yeah
0: the i think the the lowest count was 140
1: oh my god but it was kind of
0: hard to tell yeah but, because
1: at a certain point you know you're cutting the same places yeah and it was done again with
0: that list of items that i said which was i'm going to repeat it broken mirror box cutter curtain rod screwdrivers, oh dagger my with god. skull and crossbones on it
1: the um, curtain rod terrifies me the
0: most oh, because yeah. i'm looking at that one yeah. right there <laughs> yeah now after this things get very unclear however um the only things that at least was made public. Uh-huh. Um, the house was set on fire <laughs> and firefighters discovered his body, Bailey's body beneath a mattress, um, on the house, on the night of, uh, December 17th, 2015. And it was burned out at this point. So Jesus. yeah. So this is just some stuff from the actual event itself. Um, so Devon was ordered to prove himself. Apparently, um, to, to Tyler, but I don't know, fucking... I don't fucking know. Maybe his masculine...
1: I don't fucking I know. Don't, wait, but, hold on. Where was Marissa in all of this? I will get to that. Okay. I will get to that. So, um yeah, because they kept arguing,
0: arguing, or whatever, and Tyler really fucking hated uh, yeah. Bailey. So, yeah, so Devin was ordered to prove himself, and so he stabbed Bailey three times, as he claimed, as Tyler, quote, walked me through it. Um So...
1: Early in one of the okay, interviews. Okay, sorry. Completely, this sounds completely detached and insensitive, but how do you walk someone through stabbing? You just... It's,
0: yeah, I know. Just
1: She's making a stabbing motion.
0: But it's <laughs> probably, like, it takes a lot to stab somebody. Oh, hold on, I need to shuffle. My yeah.
1: back just spasmed. Um, Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, no, I think it was just a situation of, like, uh, he told me to do it, and so I did. It's like working up the courage to do it too, uh, because you're stabbing somebody. It's not yeah. light, you know. Um, but this is what he claimed in one of the interviews. It was only three times. Um, so um, he uh, early on in the interview, Devin was asked if Marissa stabbed Wiley. He said yes, and then he said, "Oh, I don't know." So he's changing his story a lot. Not about not only just about what he said. Yeah. Um, yeah. But later on in the tape, that same recording, Devin said that Tyler did most of the stabbing. Um, and so the person interviewing him said, you did three. What about Marissa? And then he said, more than me, maybe 25, like, in the chest. Um, so after the attacks in the basement, Wiley somehow found his way up the stairs and into the living room somehow. They don't officially know how, but I'm assuming his body was dragged underneath yeah. that mattress upstairs. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because at this point, even with the 3 and the 25, that's almost being stabbed 30 times. I don't think you're getting upstairs. No, and that's only (laughs) if they stop there. Yeah. This is all what Devin said happened.
0: I don't Mm -hmm. know if this actually happened. I don't think it's been able to be corroborated. Mm -hmm. Um, So Devin said about Bailey, that kid is a trooper um so apparently he was lying on the couch oh don't speak ill of the dead now i know apparently he was lying on the couch and he said i love you missy missy being marissa i can't believe you did this and at one point on the tape um the interviewer told devin that everybody would see the interview in court and um devin then said you realize i'm dead yeah if i ever get out of prison i'm dead yeah, and that, but also the the fucking interviewer who was a cop. Yeah, I uh, was like, yeah, you're all by yourself here. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, De- Devin was arrested three days after the victim's body was found. Um, during the following two days, the uh, he was in police custody, and he gave that's what that was when he gave the three taped statements. Uh-huh. Two he actually agreed to sitting in the interview rooms. A third was taken by an undercover agent planted in his cell. Um, okay. Yeah, and after lengthy discussions that were also held in the absence of the jury, um, he allowed the uh, the judge allowed the statements to be played in the court. In those statements, Devin tells of an elaborate yet poorly executed plan to frame uh, uh, Bailey for stealing pot. So Devin said that Marissa came to him with a plan that involved his weed going missing. Devon was supposed to accuse uh, Bailey of stealing it because marissa didn't want to be with him anymore she okay. wanted to be with devon according, according to Devin. to him yeah um but Devin said that he was on so many drugs he forgot what he was supposed to do oh so God. he said that marissa took him aside and told him that he was ruining the setup and um th- this is a quote from one of the lawyers it, it, it's clear the plan was to never let tyler uh, bailey leave the scene um so and the plan wasn't apparently wasn't about murder and then he... Yeah, but I'm
1: Okay, but honey do you... I know. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. Um, what, what was that?
0: that? Was that oh. your... Kleenex box. Oh. My <laughs> bad. Um, so nowhere in the plan does it come to... Come... Does it come in to end anyone's... Ugh. Nowhere in the plan does it come in to end anyone's life. We're talking about weed. Um, and the fact that Bailey was later killed doesn't mean it was part of the plan, is what Devin said. So, um, prosecutors entered inconsistencies between Marissa's version of events and testimony from previous witnesses and experts called by the Crown. I couldn't find this shit. I looked at so many articles. I was complaining to you earlier, being like, I can't actually find stuff on this. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, and if you, like, one of the top Google searches is literally Bailey, what's his name? Bailey Bailey Wiley. Wiley. How did he die? Because it's so unclear. And, like, what goes on is so unclear. Um... So the prosecutor reminded the court of Maris' t- testimony when she said that uh, Bailey had a gruesome open wound on his chest. And then he asked the jury to recall the pathologist's testimony. And he said that when uh, the pathologist testified, he said that uh, Bailey's chest wound was serious but not easy to detect simply by looking at the body. The pathologist detected the wound because the lung was collapsed, not because he could see a gash. He was huh. so fucking bruised, uh, whatever. He said it was small because he himself could not see it, apparently. Um, Marissa testified and, that she did not participate in the murder of Bailey, and who she described as a childhood friend. She huh. said that she was either worki- out working as an escort, her own terms, uh-huh. or was in another room when he was stabbed. After she saw him wounded and dying, she was too afraid to call anyone for help. So the lawyer, one of the lawyer, the lawyer from earlier said there is no physical evidence proving that Marissa murdered Bailey. And yeah. that's the thing. It's all circumstantial. Yeah. There's no actual evidence, which is a part of the. Because there was also a fire. Yeah. So, um, the judge, uh, f- finished her closing, ar- or, sorry. Judges lawyer, don't have closing. Yeah. Lawyer, <laughs> yeah, that was the word I was looking for. Sorry. The lawyer finished her closing arguments, um, by reman- the separate lawyer, uh, by reminding the jury of something that Marissa had said during her testimony, after Bailey's death, Marissa said she and Tyler talked about Devon and Bailey Fillmore, another friend who had been at the house uh, for the uh, part of the night. The most telling thing she said was, this is a quote by the way, "No, we're not killing anybody else." Tyler. Oh my God!" <laughs> when she was alone discussing killing Devon and Bailey Fillmore. So the lawyer, who I think is a lawyer of uh, on behalf of Bailey, no, we are... Repeated,
1: no, um, we are not killing the No, Bailey's else. the victim, so he would not have a lawyer. Well, he did. You mean a prosecutor? Prosecutor, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fuck yeah, I'm so tired. Um, So, this is the whole situation with this. She kept insisting that she was off the hook. She was like, no, 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 I wasn't involved, I wasn't involved. Yeah. But devon was saying no no no! she was there and uh, yeah. like she herself that like it's it's there's so many inconsistencies mm-hmm. which is what was causing it to be such a lengthy fucking trial because yeah. it wasn't called until may of this year
1: oh the wow. final
0: solution was not called till may of this year um the jury took only four hours to decide but combing through the evidence there is by the way like 57 pieces or pictures of evidence pieces of pieces, pictures, whatever, 45 of which were pictures of 45 or 42 of the autopsy itself, because it was so fucking gruesome. And I want to mention something else. That's
1: kind of interesting because I, I want to say there is a law, I think, or that kind of advises against using such gruesome photos because, well, that was the argument that Marissa's lawyer said. It was, Oh,
0: well, of course it looks bad. Because you're showing all these stabby things, but said you know an official lawyer, yeah, because yeah. um, it's
1: gruesome, so it makes the um like it usually would be the prosecution mm-hmm. who who would mm-hmm. want the picture shown mm-hmm. because then it gives you more sympathy for the victim because you're like yeah. holy shit, yeah, and it makes you hate the accused regardless yeah. of whether or not the evidence points to that because innately you wanna you want someone to be yeah. responsible.
0: And he, like, her lawyer went through every piece of evidence and discarded it. Or discredited it, rather. And was mm-hmm. like, well, this means nothing, this means nothing. Like, yeah, you know that piece of mirror that said was stabbed? Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, yeah, okay, it's got his blood on it. Yeah, who's to say he didn't touch it before? Yeah, that's... And we're that's, like, okay, but he was
1: bad. That's the thing. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of forensic... Well, actually, all forensic evidence really is circumstantial. entirely circumstantial. Yeah. Direct evidence is witness testimony. Yeah. And both are completely flawed. Yeah. Because witnesses are, they've been proven to be unreliable. Oh, completely. Especially if something happened years ago. And, like, and there's been study after study showing, like, in times of duress, people do not remember things. No. And also people can lie. They're yeah. obviously not supposed to, but they do. Yeah. Um, so, like you really it and it's all up to the the lawyers and like the experts that they choose to show because even like as a forensic scientist testifying in court you have to protect yourself from being like fucked over by cross yep right so like even with dna evidence here's here's the fun dna fact of the day week whatever so in forensic dna testing they only test 13 loci. So mm-hmm. loci for those who don't know, it's basically like gene. Mm-hmm. Well it's like different parts of your DNA. And think of it like location. That's how I Yeah, that's exactly it. what it that's it's like Latin. Yeah, location. Latin for location. So they only test 13. Mm-hmm. Whereas the human genome is huge. And you don't they don't test for anything that could like um like they test STRs, which is quote, junk DNA, which is Mm -hmm. DNA that they haven't discovered what the purpose is for. Mm -hmm. But, um, the thing is, like, in theory, you could have these 13 match, all 13 from the crime scene, let's Mm -hmm. say, could be two different people. Absolutely. In theory. That's, that's the whole random match probability thing, because you're only looking at 13 locations. But... The chances of it are so low that it's... Unless, obviously, twins. Right. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. or clones. Genetics. of Same. Orphan Black. Same. Um, but, like... So, we don't really say, yeah, it was a match. We kind of say, like, um, it is evident that there's Or it's there's there, 13, there's match. Th- yeah, between these 13 loci. Yes. Or even, like, um, if I were to say... If someone were to ask me, like... So does this mean that he was stabbed by this knife? I would have to say something like the markings on the bone fragments are consistent, consistent. with this knife. You yeah. can't say definitively it is this yeah, knife because that guy otherwise, it up and stabbed it. No. Yeah, because otherwise, then the opposing lawyer would be like, "Okay, so what if I had the exact same knife?
0: Yeah.
1: What, what if, if I walked yeah. in
0: there and did it myself?
1: Yeah. What if? What if by chance, you know, I had the exact same knife that had the same defect? Mm-hmm." They were both, you like, yeah, no. so you can't, so, like, that's why it's it's tricky with forensic evidence that's as well. that's what he did. That's what Marissa's lawyer did. He went through every single one of them and said, mm-hmm. this is
0: useless, this is useless. Um, obviously it didn't fucking work, but, um, I also do want to mention something that they knew that Bailey died before the house was burnt down mm-hmm. because when the autopsy was done, um, his lungs were clean of soot. Yeah. There was nothing in there, so he was obviously Not no longer breathing when yeah. the house was burnt down. Um, and that's such an extreme reaction, too. But anyway, so this May um, 2018, I don't know the exact date, the, the the postings I found
1: were like May 6th, May 8th, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could have Marissa... been like, um, like verdict today, sentencing yeah. the yeah, other yeah, day, yeah, yeah. something else another day. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. but basically this year. Uh, Marissa was found guilty of first degree murder, first degree murder and arson with disregard for human life in the 2015 death of Bailey. Um, Devon, who is 20 right now, is servicing a life sentence with no chance of parole for 25... Serving. <laughs> serving a life sentence. It, I it fully says serving too. A life sentence with no chance of parole for 25 years after being found guilty of first degree murder and arson with disregard for human life. He appealed his conviction last summer and lost um and then tyler Knoll is serving a life sentence with also 20 serving a life sentence with no chance of parole for 16 years after pleading guilty to do the lesser charge of second degree murder and arson with disregard for human life oh my god yeah so there is some justice after all yeah um, his family uh tyler uh, bailey's family were there his mom was sobbing and it was just well, like god
1: because it wasn't just like and here's the thing when you attend the trial, you hear all this. You see the autopsy pictures. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, so it's not just the tragic loss of your child. It's the brutal torture and yep. murder. And yep. you're... Revis- like, revisiting you're, all of yeah, that. Yeah. You're Fuck. seeing it. You're hearing
0: about it. And something like that, your worst nightmares, could not possibly come close to what actually no. happened. So, um, I, I also like, okay, so she, uh, Marissa's mom died last November, mm. so she wasn't there for it, but her father was at the trial, and apparently... Father or stepfather? Stepfather, sorry, sorry. Okay. And apparently he shook his head and was just like, I knew it, I knew it. And so when he left the courts, um, he was bombarded by media, and they asked him, like, aren't you upset? Like, aren't you crying? And he was like, I'm a biker. We don't really get disturbed by much. <laughs> it's like... Wow. That was literally just so funny. I was like, All right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but he was—he like, knew it. He knew it. He was like, "She fucking killed him." So no surprise. I don't know what happened to her son. Um, they there's no mention beyond that. I think because he was fucking all of three years
1: old. Yeah. I don't know. Kids probably in the system. Yeah,
0: I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because if her mom was also doing drugs, mm-hmm. her mom also—I didn't mention this earlier because I didn't think it was relevant—but her mom um, had a string of law issues um, and a lot of mental health issues and like. She not was surprised. yeah. She was committing robberies about in Irving gas stations in Moncton, if any of you know of that, um, and was going around telling clerks that she had a gun. She didn't actually, mm-hmm. and um, she had mental health issues, like I said. So she ended up serving a lot of time, or I guess spending a lot of time in a hospital
1: for rehabilitation. Mm. So her mom was troubled for so yeah. long. Yeah, I mean, some people would say that Marissa did not stand a chance. No. Because it's not... You're you're brought up in a poor environment, and, like, it was not just a poor environment, but it was kind of forced on you because... Oh, your, yeah. Her, her mother gave her Literally. coke at age 12. Yeah. And that was like, to sober up after getting her drunk. Yeah, like, that is... That's fucked up in every way. So angle. insanely fucked up. Yeah. Like... You just... And then getting pregnant so young, not having any kind of support. Yeah. Because you're being stigmatized. You're losing all your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you and, have well, no life anymore. Well, her agreed to
0: support her as long as she kept clean, but she
1: didn't. So that's what it was like, all right, well, you're on your own. Uh, yeah, but I mean, addiction's addiction, right? Oh, they yeah. would know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they were trying so. to get her act together. There are pictures of her, by the way, that I found in the article. Of course, they're going to be incriminating, but she has a gun. She's literally posing with a gun. Was it a
1: real gun? It looks pretty real. It looks like a f- some BB guns look real. Uh, yeah, so that's it's true. hard. It's but hard still, to say. The implications of that. Film, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, those and... are those those kinds of pictures where like you find one dumb photo of yeah someone holding a weapon and you're like oh, but I mean, but she also
0: did. I'm assuming, facilitating the fucking murder. There's it, a lot of incriminating shit there.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, because everything is so circumstantial, and you're relying on the testimony of people who are super drugged up. Yeah, which is not exactly reliable. It's really well, hard to I say. I also
0: want to mention, um, because there's so oh, my tea bag. Um, I want to mention that there's inconsistencies because her lawyer. Well, because she was like, I don't know, I might have been working, I might have been in another room. Then her lawyer was yeah. like, the plan well, which was not to it? kill, the plan was just a frame for weed, I promise it was just a frame for weed. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah. it's a little, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that was a very, very unfortunate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: horrific murder
1: yeah. of... Bailey that's Wiley. so funny. I mean, eighteen man. The only solace I can find is that he would probably not have been alive for all two hundred stabbings if that makes it no, any better.
0: That's what makes me like again because <laughs> trying it's to so, find the light in this. They
1: they don't know exactly what happened and
0: like mm-hmm. they will never know. But um, because Bailey was able, apparently made it upstairs and apparently said some words upstairs, I don't know if they were able to corroborate that. Um, I didn't probably see not. In it. The only way would be if there was a trail of blood, but because it burned down. Yeah, I, I was don't just going to say, I'm like, if yeah. there were
1: footprints, not
0: just a trail of drag been, marks versus, Yeah. versus if yeah. the house was still standing. But because they burned it down, it's kind of like, did what Devin say was real? Did he mm-hmm. actually find his way up and say all this shit about fucking, I love you, Missy, why did you do this, whatever? Or did they just fucking kill him in cold blood and then they were just like, fuck. Time to the burn the evidence. Higher? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that was my story for the week. Didn't you have a lighter one that you were just going to offset this one with? A short one that you said? Oh. Um, no, we're not doing that. I can.
0: Please I'm hold. like,
1: I'm like, you can hear the little ee, ee, of my back squeaking against because I'm like awkwardly angled and I'm trying not to knock this pillow <laughs> into the mic. Okay. So this is the lighter one
0: that, um, I was looking at earlier and it made me laugh. And I hope it makes you laugh, too. After that heavy piece of shit of a story. and I'll I'll do it quick because we're kind of running a little late. Um, Police in Richmond, B.C. are looking for a mass suspect in connection with several bizarre break-ins. As far as police know, the man they're looking for is no thief. Instead, police say, the intruder would break in and meticulously move items around the house. Beginning in early January... Police say the suspect entered a home in an upscale neighborhood in Richmond multiple times without damaging the property, leaving almost no sign that they had been there. The homeowners became suspicious after discovering that objects in their home had been moved to different areas. <laughs> the homeowners arranged items in their home and noticed that the entire arrangement was moved to the another area of the house. Oh my god. So they set up security cameras in mid-February. The cameras captured footage of a man outside the home wearing a dark coat and what appears to be a surgical mask. Oh. Quote from the uh, Richmond RCMP, CPL, whatever that is, Dennis Huang, said, If not for the security footage, we might have been inclined to consider that the intrusions were the work of some type of poltergeist. (laughs) The the security upgrade has seemingly stopped the break-ins, but as of yet, it has not brought the homeowners any closer to answers. Police say more than one suspect may be involved in the break-ins. And while it seems that the break-ins were focused on the one home, police are also concerned that this is not an isolated incident, and other homes in the neighborhood may have also been... Tar- Whoa, hi. Okay. Fuck Adobe. Everything just crashed. Fuck you. Fuck you. We actually finished the end of this. Yeah. And most of it was saved. Most of it got, fi- like, fine, but... As far as we can tell, As far anyway. as we can tell, but the rest... Of- anyway, so I'm gonna finish off where the actual clipping left off. Um the other homes in the neighborhood may have may also have been targeted. Here's another quote from Huang. Another homeowner might not have noticed anything rearranged. Nothing was missing. It could be a case where I thought I locked the house and I came back home and it was unlocked. Um, these instances aren't the first suspicious behavior residents in the neighborhood have noticed. They seem to be getting worse in the last couple of years. So residents of the area have set up a Neighborhood Watch Association. Of course. Yes. And so the block captain, uh, David Zhao, um, Said that uh, several homes in the area have been targeted, including one incident where thieves posed as movers. Um, He also said that homeowners have seen people wearing hoodies and masks in the nighttime and evening, wandering the streets and entering people's yards. Although,
1: actually, now that I think about it, like, because it sounds like there's so far the, the two people who've been quoted have Chinese last names, so I'm assuming this is, and BC has a lot of, has a big Chinese population. Okay. Um, Asian fashion, like, you've seen the masks right. yeah, yeah, yeah. that have, like, like the print on them, and I don't really know why it's a fashion thing. I think it kind of started out in J-Rock, and then kind of migrated over to, like, because Japanese street fashion, mm-hmm. and it kind of became a little bit more mainstream in other areas yeah. of Asia. Yeah. So I want, I'm i like, you know, people in hoodies and masks don't seem as suspicious when you think it's like that. No, and then also it could just be construction, which
0: yeah. I'm assuming a lot of them think it is. Uh, as for the mask intruder police are baffled they say they've followed up on a number of leads but have not been able to identify the men in the footage or connect the case to any others in the area this is another quote from huang uh we've investigated the matter quite thoroughly we've come basically to a dead end we don't have a motive and that's it that's it. his motive is to
1: be a little shit yeah
0: (laughs) oh i was saying this last time fuck you toby um, I would not put it past it, like, if they had a young son who was, like, maybe in his teens or young, tw- young 20s or yeah. whatever, whose friends are just fucking around with him. <laughs> because it's 100% something that my youngest brother's friends would do. And they have <laughs> done before. Like, um, one time my brother, like, had a party, he was drunk, and he went to bed, and he was just, like, out cold snoring or whatever. Yeah. And his other friend thought it was so funny, he picked up random items in the room and started to pose him with it so he could take pictures and post it everywhere so he like put a book in his hand was like oh look he's reading and like put a watch on his wrist oh look he's checking the time put a bottle oh look he's drinking water oh like it God. was and he did a, i just like i walked by the room and i just hear his friend just like pissing his pants off. <laughs> so i was like i have to investigate and i look and i was like what are you doing he was like look look <laughs> And he was so proud of himself, and he was like was he also
1: drunk off his ass? Oh yeah!
0: And here's the thing too: he didn't show my brother it until like a week later. He's oh. like, oh, by the way, here you go. And Rudy was like, what? <laughs> he was like, Ha-ha-ha. he bowed his time, bade, bowed, whatever. Anyway, that was my story, my happy yeah. story.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have one more thing: mm-hmm. Paul Bernardo. Mm-hmm. So in the last episode, we talked about. Uh, how he was recently charged with possessing a weapon while in prison. Shake, shake. Um, and he was also up for parole. So his parole hearing was earlier this week. Um, I didn't read too much, like, artic- too many articles or, like, too much about it. Mm. But there was one where he was quoted as saying, or ag- as acknowledging his crimes as being dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah, literally all the responses to that news tweet was like, well, yes. Yes. Or like biggest understatement of the year. Yeah. Um. But thankfully, pearl was denied. Mm-hmm. To no one's surprise. I th- well, I mean, the parole thing is really like a formality and a legal thing that they kind of have to do, yeah. even when they know it's really just a waste of time. Yeah. 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 Like he's probably next to, uh, was it Robert? Pick- Robert Picton. Yeah. Yeah. The pig the, farmer. Yeah. Yeah. Like the most famous infamous Canadian serial killer. And also, I'm pretty sure everyone realized how much they fucked up with releasing Carla Homolka. Oh, yeah. Well, the fucking plea deal. She worked a plea deal in
0: order to get that.
1: Well, it was because, from what I remember from like my law classes, um, at the time, she was kind of playing battered woman syndrome. Yes. Yes, yeah, she was. Which pisses me off because real battered spouses, battered, known as battered spouse syndrome mm-hmm. now, um, like... They're scared enough to testify and acknowledge this as it is, but um, she was saying that she wasn't actually complicit; she was being forced. Yeah. Until it turned out that her lawyer was actually hiding videotapes of her engaging in the horrific act yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So they realized they fucked up there. So they're like, we're gonna keep this guy in as much as, yeah. as long as we can. Oh yeah. Oh, he's never leaving. I don't know yeah. know why he even bothered. Well, cause like we talked about how. You know, people in prison can and do change after so much time spent in this environment where you are being punished and having the time to reflect on it. Like, some people really do feel that remorse. Right. But this isn't like I was a young kid who was um, involved in gangs because of my upbringing. Robbery gone wrong. Yeah, like this wasn't kind of one of those like acts of desperation or kind of like, okay, like... No. This was a shitty thing, but now you know why it was wrong. These were like sadistic, disgusting, Brutal, horrific, like endless uh,
0: fucking torture. No, fuck them. Fuck both of them.
1: Yeah. Also, I don't know if people wonder. Like, I don't think we will be covering them because other podcasts have uh, many a podcast, podcasts, have covered, YouTube videos, could yeah, articles. Uh, who would probably articles. do? It's heavy. It's detailed. Yeah, and there's just not if there's huge repetition. amount yeah. of if, if people actually want it we will dedicate
0: an episode to it but it's i don't think so i feel like everyone mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like it's old fucking dead horse now yeah pummeled on
1: anyway. the ground
0: we weren't then anyway, anyway let's
1: not talk about dead thanks animals. for listening um we're on the internet we end we were gonna end on a high and we then were. that happened yeah. you're welcome um Yeah, we're on the internet.
0: We're on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Canada Obscura, all one word. Um, If you want updates as to the status of the Twitter, of 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 the the podcast, check Twitter is what I was trying to say. Um, If you want supplemental information, I've just been posting it to Instagram because yeah. when I'm on the go, it's the easiest. I can't fucking like with Tumblr,
1: it's such a hassle. So anyway, but you know what I find just based on what we've been doing, um, Tumblr is is kind of just oh, a placeholder sorry. for a website because yeah. we're too damn broke for oh, a real website. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Instagram, we kind of have more people looking at it. Yeah, so it if got you more want, leeway too, yeah, if you want, um, like supplemental material or dumb memes that gets occasionally posted because we reference it and in... I feel yeah. like there was something else that you were going to post. Yeah, I know. For an I have, episode. I think oh, you were going to Oh, I have a couple. To... I have a
0: list of reminders on my phone, but it's like I I I personally don't like spamming an account. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll either buy my time or I'll just fuck it, forget it. But um I don't know, we'll figure it out. But yeah. Um you could Hit us up at our email, Canada Obscura Podcast at gmail.com. Send us requests, stories, pictures of your pets, whatever the fuck you'd like. Um, we're on, for those of you who are unaware, or if you forgot and you want to find another platform, we're on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher,
1: Google Podcasts. And a couple others. Others.
0: They're all on the site.
1: Yeah, they're listed on our Tumblr page, also on our Anchor page, which is anchor.fm slash Canada. Dash. dash I think it's the. Dash I think Obscura. there's a dash. If not, take out the dash. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> or just put it in the Google uh, the search function on the, the site. Put yeah. in, put in the Google. Yeah, I'm tired.
0: Anyway, um, yeah, that that is that's now it. Well Thank past you for those midnight. of you who are. Yeah, I know. And we still have another one. Yeah. But it's the Halloween episode, which will be next week. Which ooh. is. Ooh, what do we have planned? Ooh. I'm not gonna make that voice again. Anyway. Yeah, uh, you are. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Take
1: care of yourselves. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
0: Bye. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Mary. Are you doing okay, Shelly? Yes. Are you?
1: Debatable. Okay. (laughs)